And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and you're very welcome to another We Are Mead podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. Davey, it's Sunday evening. Um, just back from Park Tolchin yourself and I'm just after coming back from Dunmore Ashburn. The weekend's championship is done and dusted and uh, it's on to round two of the senior championship and round three, four and two and whatever rounds it is in the intermediate <laughs> and also in the junior and the senior. But uh some crazy results across all of the championships on the weekend. Yeah, goal fests every single which place you look. It was just mad. Um, the volume of goals, like ridiculous weekends. Obviously, pitches and and the weather is conducive to really good football. And I suppose if that's if that's one of the benefits of maybe this split season, Mickey, then I'm all for it, to be honest with you, because uh, I don't think in years gone by you'd have probably seen such quality football on show in April when we used to play our first and second rounds. But I have to say uh, the standard across the board, the quality of football scores um, and tallies put up from junior B right up to senior uh, throughout the weekend was amazing. What a weekend of football we had. It was absolutely unbelievable. Davey, we are going to have some job on our hands this week trying to pick trying to pick the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, the Blackwater Inn Player of the Week. And I think that the Blackwater Inn Top Scorer of the Week will sort itself out. But uh, for the rest of it, we are going to have one hell of a week ahead of us. Uh, we'll, we'll probably sit down around Wednesday evening to um, finalise what we think will be the Kiko Sports Team of the Week for this week. Yeah, and we should be finished that by probably about Thursday night, so it should be out in time for yeah. Friday morning because it's going to take a little bit of time to uh, dissect it. Obviously, as you say, we have had more volume of games this week and it was hard enough to pick it for the first two weeks with a limited pool of games. I don't know how we're going to even try and nullify it now to 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 just 15 players, such as the standard across the board, but absolutely outstanding individual performances from certain players over the weekend, the ones that we know about so far. I'm sure we'll get more information as the days progress as well, but really looking forward to doing that. I think it's going to be a great team. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. So it is, and we're delighted to have Kiko Sports on the Blackwater in involved with our team of the week, our top scorer of the week and our player of the week as well. And um, we will be giving them a little plug in a little while. But what we might do, Davey, is we might just run down through the results uh, from each of the championships. We will be doing full reviews of all these uh, championships from Junior B, Junior A, Intermediate and Senior Championship uh, in the coming days. And you'll be able to get them on our Patreon service forward slash we are made. We have interviews from a whole 
a whole host of games across each of the championships. So uh, do stay with us. And thanks to everybody who tuned in as well on the weekend to all of our uh, commentaries. We did a, a, a lot of commentaries over the weekend, Davy, And uh, it's great to see the appetite out there. We've had listeners from all over the world as well. Of course, this is the time of the year when a lot of the... Um, the, the the club members would be going away on holidays so they get a chance to listen in from from cambodia to australia to i don't know galway yeah yeah absolutely to balabraki um but yeah no <laughs> fantastic to bring the coverage and uh, thankfully touchwood you know all the games that we attended over the weekends turned out to be really entertaining games none of them were damn squibs or you know anything like that so uh really really entertaining games and uh great to be able to bring the commentary to the people courtesy of pr coin and sons our, our good friends over in clonard county Meath. yeah absolutely well we're gonna go through the results from the junior b championship played this weekend all of the games on friday evening the first one we'll mention but we'll come back to later on clonard having to give drum Condrit a walkover know that they left it till the 11th hour to see if they were going to manage to uh, be able to fulfill the fixture but the most they could get was 13 players unfortunate for Clannard we will come back to that later on in the podcast Cortown drew with Kilmaine and Wood 2-8 to 14 points St Bridget's uh, drew or sorry St Bridget's got the victory over Slane by a solitary point 115 to 2-11 we move on then to the junior a championship group a and uh, ballon lock get the better of sidden you know one of those results that we didn't see coming Dunsa- on a scoreline of 412 to one goal and 13. Dunsany just about got over minalty 47 to uh, 13 pa- points that was one of the games featured on our um our commentaries over the weekend and Castleton in Group B got the better of Moila in a one-sided affair and Kilbride got over Boards Mill in the end it's 317 to 211 317 to Castleton 1-6 to Moila in uh, the intermediate championship we're going to go up to Group A and work our way down so Group A Waterstown 17 points Old Castle 3-6 it was a two-point victory another one of the games featured on our We Are Mead um, commentaries on the weekend St Michael's 110 St Vincent's nine points a four point victory for St Michael's in group B it was Longwood 511 Drumbarrow 114 you're starting to see a trend here of lots of goals scored in most of the games Nobber 212 Dundry 113 a massive victory for uh, Nobber in that one in group C Dunshockland 218 St Pat's one goal and nine double scores there for Dunshockland and they are really Coming at the moment, joining St. Pat's at the top of the table. Um, and Bective got the better of Blackhall Gales, 4-9 to 2-10. Again, goals win games. So moving on to Group D, and uh, the results from Group D were Delique Bellistown, 3-15, Beliver, two goals and 11, a five-goal fest in that one. And then it was Clonmagale, four goals and nine, Meath Hill, 15 points. You can see the running theme here. It's just it's just as obvious as day. We're going to get to some more. Uh, we're going to go to the senior championship, Group A. Wolf Tones, 3-9. Screen, 12 points. 12 scores to 12 scores. But again, goals being the difference. Centralstown, 4-11. St. Column kills, 16 points. I believe Centralstown left a couple of goals behind them as well from the first half. Um, moving on then to Group B of the Senior Championship. Minalvi, 15 points. Curaha, 7 points. What were they at in that game? No goal scores. I'm not impressed at all. 
In the other game from Group B, it was Trim 6-13, Navin O'Matney's 1-14. Uh, huge victory there for Trim and Kevin Riley. In Group C, it was Gail Cullum killed 16 points, Dunhamore Ashburn, two goals and seven. One of the rare occasions where the goals didn't win the game. Um, in the other one, in that group on Sunday evening, another one of our featured commentaries from the weekend was Rathout 5-16, Simonstown 3-14. That was not a senior hurling championship result, just to let you know. And uh, finally, in Group D, Summerhill 2-11, St. Peter's Dunboyne 8 points, Nafina 2-14, Ballinabracky 1-11. Davey, any them stick out for you across any of the championships? We pick one. You can't can ask me. You can't ask me that. <laughs> Come on. We'll check, um, we'll, I tell you what. You get to choose one from each championship. Okay. Um, I, t- I tell you what. Just in a, an overall sort of generic thing as well as the goals, the the amount of upsets across the board. Yes. Yes. Savage. Yeah. Um, I suppose from. Friday night's games in the Junior B, I think the Bridgets and Slane game probably stands out in the sense that Slane got within a point of Bridgets who we, we were probably going to give the Keegan Cup to, let alone the Junior B Championship a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they've, they've been pulled back a little bit to the pack, but crucially still got the job done. But that's a great performance from Slane. I know they got the uh, a goal at the last kick of the game to make it a one-point game, but even so, that's a, that's a really good scoreline for them. But Bridget's are true. That's that's the bottom line in that, game, in that group. Um, I suppose into the junior A, Castletown continued to march on. You know, really good win. The game I have to pick out, and I know you were at one of them, but Ballinox yeah. win over Sidden. That's just a huge result. Stands like, out. They were beaten by 11 points in the first round against Dalton's. Then they grinded one out against Minaldi in round two over in Cortown. And now they're after putting up a huge scoreline against one of the pre-championship favourites in Sydney who have come down along with Ballinlock. Put themselves in a great position to qualify now. Um, still a little bit of work to do, but what a job Con Cleary is doing there. Um, and that, okay, so that, that's Junior A into the intermediate. Um, Clan of Gales win over Mead Hill is, is huge. Um, like Clan of Gale didn't see, didn't appear to be going well. It was a really 50 50 game, but just a crucial victory for them. Uh, absolutely massive. Funnily enough, in the intermediate, I'm going to allow you to pick one from each group because the funny thing is, is there, was sound, a, there, was a, like there was a there was a massive way. I'm saying like that, but there was a massive win and a massive upset in each of the groups in the junior or in the intermediate championship. Yeah, the, the, probably the only one that wasn't was Group C. Um, you know, Dunchocklin going with the farm guy, beating Pats by by a little bit more than maybe we expected. And Becht of getting a win over Blackhall Gales to strengthen their position in second. Uh, into Group B, I mean, you have to pick up the two games, two massive upsets, really. Let's let's be honest about it. Longwood haven't won a game all year. They, they absolutely railroad Drumbara. What a victory for them. Um, and Nobber, very similar to Longwood, relegated from the league. Look like they were in big trouble going into championship, but time and time again, Nobber produced in championship football and they toppled over one of the fancy teams to go well in the intermediate in Dundry. Uh, what a victory for them, inspired by Sean Mead, who we'll talk about more in the intermediate review. But um, amazing results in Group B, and then in Group A, um, I can't go away from the Waterstown Oldcastle game, it was just a ridiculous game over in Kells on Saturday night. Uh, Oldcastle trailed by seven going into the second half turned it right around, led by two, and Waterstown came fighting back and won that game. Another team were relegated in the league and come up into championship first round and, and completely tear up the form guide. Absolutely incredible. Um, uh, Davian, again, moving into senior, I'll let you pick one from each of the senior groups as well, because there's plenty to talk about across all of the senior championship groups as two. 
Yeah, Summer Hills win over Dunboyne seems like an eternity ago because it was Friday night, but uh, it started the whole thing off. And what a victory for them. Nine-point win over St. Peter's Dunboyne. Um, I did give Summerhill the nod, and then I re- instantly regretted it when I started hearing about the lads that were unavailable. They were missing the two Daltons. Barry Dardis didn't start. Owen Frayne uh, did his metatarsal. He's out for about six weeks, and they still produce an incredible performance in Blitz and last year's beaten finalist Dunboyne. What a victory that is. Statement of intent. Um, into Group C then, like you you were at the Retold-Simonson game, I was listening to it at your commentary, Mickey, just a bizarre game of football. The other game looks like it's it's a pretty boring one in stark contrast. Couldn't have been happened, but from that, Gail Column kill winning by three, thoroughly entertaining end-to-end game against Dunham Rashburn, who almost nicked a draw right at the de- last kick, only for Barry Farley to save Gail Column kill a, a tremendous victory for Luke Dempsey's men. Um, and gets them right off to the to the perfect start. Uh, into Group B, Trim announcing their arrival in style. First game back in senior in 11 years. Railroad and Avon O'Matney's putting up six goals, um, really strengthening their claims and, and kind of showing where the, the respective clubs are, unfortunately, at the minute. Yeah, really interesting one. You know, they went 1-3 to no score up. And, uh, you know, the next thing is it was 1-4 apiece, 1-5 apiece. And you're thinking, God, O'Matney's are right back in this. Will Trim buckle under? Not at all. They went up, got a goal and a couple of points, and that was it. They really pushed on from there. Yeah, they were brilliant. Yeah, in fairness, very, very good and showed a rootless streak going forward. So that'll still a bit of work to do. 114 conceded, but they'll be delighted with that, you know, first day. Um, and then in Group A, you've mentioned it already, Centralist Town. <laughs> I mean, you, you can write them off at your peril. And uh, I got some verbals coming down the steps in Park Talton today from a few of the Central Town boys who were at the game. And uh, they were saying, oh, I said, who are you playing next? And the boys said, don't doesn't matter. Just pick whoever we're playing to beat us. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? You have to hand it to the Mickey. Because, Absolutely. Like, they had a poor campaign in Division 1B. Didn't really show anything, in my, my opinion playing against mostly intermediate clubs. They turn up against the team who were beaten in extra time by Summerhill only a week ago in St. Column Kills. Fancy to do well. And they put four goals by them and completely stunned them over in, in our cap. Great victory for them. Um, and, and left them, a few goals behind as well, I believe, in the first half and thought they'd rude the missed chances, but wow. pushed on. Like, you know, like they, they, they actually dominated that first half. And yeah, um, kudos to Centerson, absolutely. Absolutely. And then it's just a word for the senior champions who were wrote off by myself, yourself and the uh, sports editor of the Me Chronicle, Mr. Fergal Lynch, as well. In his preview, he also picked screen. <laughs> so the three of us um, nonsense having a clue as to, as to what we're at and uh, tones doing what they do, turn up in championship football, getting three goals and uh, doing a professional job on screen and showing that they're going to be there, thereabouts again. Like amazing stuff. Yeah, and uh, to, to, just on that, when we do go into uh, our, our reviews over on our Loyal Royals podcasts, um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to our predictions. Um, I think we both were a mile off on, on, on a lot of them, Davey, which is, which is a bit mad. But uh, yeah, yeah um, just, just, just a crazy weekend of football, but brilliant to see it. And it is exactly what we want from our championships we don't want them to be foregone conclusions and a lot of teams have put the cats amongst the pigeons so they have <laughs> not just the cat there's a there's a rake of cats out there amongst a rake of pigeons so there is across all of the championships it's going to be 
really, really interesting over the next few weeks, and we're uh, looking forward to um, to to getting involved and uh, doing more commentaries on those games because it's just been it's just been class. So it has. Um, we are going to go to our hurling fixtures now, Davy Rispin, and um, I have them up for you there somewhere. Um, the hurling fixtures. So it's next weekend. Obviously, is a hurling championship weekend. So we're going to run through all of the hurling fixtures. Uh, coming up over the, yeah. the next week. <clears throat> huge, uh, huge round coming up in the Ted Murtha Clodman Footwear Senior Championship starting in Group A on Friday night, coming the 12th of August in Ratmaline. It's St. Peter's Dunboyne versus Kildalki. Dunboyne rooted to the bottom of the division in Group A. Kildalki looking to strengthen their qualification hopes in that game. It throws in at half seven. Then two games on Sunday in Group A. First one comes from Trim at two o'clock, and it's a big one between Nafina and Kiltail. Um, Huge implications on whatever happens that if Nafina do need a result though. Um, and then the other one's massive as well. Toth and Trim taking place in Park Tolton at four o'clock. Huge game there. Group A, sorry, Group B, it's all to play for. A massive game in Boards Mill on Friday night. Blackhall Gales, fresh from their back-to-back wins in the senior hurling championship take were beaten the last day. That throws in at half seven on Friday night. One game on Saturday uh, from Father Plunkett Memorial Park and it takes place between Clannagale and Boards Mill thrown in at half six. And then there's a game on Sunday in Trim at four o'clock. It's Longwood against Kilmesson. Uh, then moving into the Intermediate Hurling Championship, the Handy Clean Meals Group A, a on Saturday in Dundry, it's Wolf Tones versus Ratmaline at half six. Also at half six on Saturday evening from Batterstown, it's Drumree versus Navin Matneys. And there's one game in Group A on Sunday in Atboy, it's Dundry versus Kildalki second string. That throws in at two o'clock. Group B then on Friday night in Drumree, it's Kilmesson versus Trim second team. Uh, half seven throw in for that one. One game on Saturday in Group B from Kiltail, it's Dunham Rashburn versus Kilskare Moila half six throw in there and finally on Sunday from Park Talton it's Gail Columkill versus Ratoth two o'clock um, and that's the curtain raiser for the senior game then in the junior A championship uh, the K windows and jo- doors group A on Saturday in Kiltail it's Kiltail hosting St Peter's Dunboyne at half four Sunday the 14th in Kline it's Kline versus Navin Matney's thrown in at 11 also in the Junior 2 Championship Group A on Thursday night, it's Dundry versus St. Peter's Dubine at half seven in Dundry. Sunday, there's one game in Atboy. It's, it's Clannagale versus St. Pat's thrown in at 11. Group B at the Junior 2 on Thursday. Also, Father Plunkett Memorial Park is Kildalki and Wolf Tones half seven. Friday night in Drumree, it's Drumree versus Ratoth half seven as well. And that is next week's hurling fixtures, Mickey. Yeah, absolutely. It's all starting to hot up in the senior, intermediate and junior hurling championships across the county. So uh, lots of hurling taking place. A lot of teams, uh, dual uh, dual teams there or dual dual players um, uh, who would have got wins this weekend in, in the football championship going out to try and get wins again next weekend in the hurling championship. So best of luck to all the lads involved in those. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. 
Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised Automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. Something we probably didn't get talking about this year yet is the Mead under 16 footballers. Um, they've been uh, playing in the Jerry Riley tournament and uh, only last week or the week before, the 23rd of July, they beat um, Cavan in the semi final, 217 to 214, a three point victory for the Jerry Riley team. And they are now gone through to the final, obviously, and will face off against Loud in uh, Millbrook next Sunday at 7pm Old Castle obviously and uh, you know novel pairing as in Loud being the novel part of it me do tend to do well in the Jerry Riley tournament uh, uh, from year to year um, but uh, yeah like it's uh, it's brilliant the underage the underage structures are really going well at the moment absolutely yeah and uh, Stephen Morgan from Curragh of course he was managing Curragh for uh, several times over the last number of years. He's the manager and he's got a strongly assembled backroom team behind him. Um, great chance for them to push on. I think they've beaten Kildare already. Uh, they've obviously, as you say, beaten Cavan the last day in a really tough uh, and grueling semi-final, one by three, 217 to 214. So it's a it's a big game. Uh, they're a very talented young bunch and it'd be great to see a big meat crowd getting to Millbrook next Sunday evening for that seven o'clock throw-in. Um, it's a really great tournament. We've seen... Uh, the starlets who have come through in recent years as a result of playing Jerry Riley under 16 tournaments. Um, so it's a great breeding ground for future Mead footballers and uh, it'd be brilliant just to see. The weather's going to be smashing next weekend as well. I think high high 20s. Um, so no excuse for anybody not to get to, kill, uh, to get to Millbrook next Sunday evening to watch that and cheer on the lads. Yeah, absolutely. Best luck to Stephen Morgan and the Jerry Riley uh, under 16 team. Uh, over in Millbrook, as Davy said, 7 p.m. next Sunday evening. So the sun should be just coming down at that stage, and it'll be a nice summer's evening just to go out and watch a game of football. So get over and support our Mead under 16 football team. Davy, we mentioned it um, already uh, while we were going through the fixtures, but uh, Clannard weren't able to fulfill their fixture against Drumcondon. We knew that they hadn't fulfilled the fixture against um, St. Bridget's in round two. And we thought that maybe that was to avoid, you know, maybe taking a trouncing and, and knocking their confidence and stuff like that. Clonard weren't able to field a team. It was at the 11th hour that, that they had to pull the game. Um, I know that they tried everything in their power to get a team um, to play the game so that they could fulfil the fixture. But we're only able to get 13 uh, confirmed players for the game. And by virtue of missing a second championship game, have been pulled from... Uh, uh, junior B Championship. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs for, for, for the Clonard Club. It is, yeah. And and I mean, the irony to an extent with the with the class and excellent facilities that they have at their disposal, the work that they're doing in underage, and yet, you know, unfortunately, they can't put out an adult team and that that's extremely difficult for the club. Uh, as you say, they did absolutely everything in their powers to do. So I seen them in round one against Lane. I thought they battled well that night. But they picked up a few injuries. They were already kind of down to their skeleton squad. It's it's sad and worrying at the same time because 
they're the first, and I, I won't say the first of many, and I hope it's not going to be the first of many, but I mean, to think that, you know, five or six years ago, they were in the Junior A Championship semi-final and pushing to get out of Junior A for to be intermediate, and, and now they can't get a team out for Championship football, it's, it's, it's tough times. You can sympathise with them. You know, they've lost two of their main men in, in recent times, transferring to rival clubs, and, and that's not nice, and it's very demoralising for a club and players and underage players as well. Um, you, you just hope that they can somehow get things together and, and, and come back next year a little bit stronger and, and just get a team together um, because nobody likes to see it. There's no... I mean, like we talked about the Bridget's game and, and obviously that was just a thing that they just couldn't get the numbers either. It wasn't a thing that they were, you know, avoiding. they didn't want to play Bridget's or, yeah. or avoiding the game exactly because, you know, they played on the Tuesday night and gave a decent account of themselves. But it's it's tough times. Nobody likes to see it. They're a great club. They have some terrific volunteers and members in there. And you just hope, hope that they can they can come back from it. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah, and, and, and Davey, when your senior team pulls out of a championship as well, that usually has ramifications for your underage as well, doesn't it? It does, Mickey, yeah. Um, again, you'd like to think that maybe there can be some exceptions made. Like, they're again, they're a rural club. They've probably suffered from <sighs> losing guys, not just to other clubs, but just to, to, to fellas going travelling and moving away from the area in recent times. And that's, you know, happened in, in a lot of rural areas and, and it's going to have to be something that the GA will look at. Um, I don't really know what the answer is because I know they've they've done so much work with their underage and their facilities and everything like that. So it's not as if they've neglected, the, you know, um, the, the academy in any way, shape, or form. Sadly, it's just there's an awful gap between the, the fellas that are finishing playing football and the guys who are coming up through the underage, and it's going to be a few years. Um, when you see fellas like Niall Walsh talking out for them. Uh, you know, some of the really experienced players who have, who've played for them and served them greatly throughout the years still togging out just to get them over the line. I think that probably tells you the trouble they're in. Um, but unfortunately, they just couldn't muster up a team against from Condrath on, on Friday night. And, and as a result, their second consecutive walkover, you're, you're gone from the championship and that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it really is. It's, 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 it's terrible for, for, for everybody involved because, you know, I know that they've got a wonderful uh, club um over there and, and the facilities and everything are fantastic and the whole lot and you know it must be very demoralizing for them because i know that there's some really 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 good people over there in uh, involved in clanard ga anytime i've gone over to do um uh, a commentary from the grounds or, or or to do an updates from a game or whatever like they've just been so hospitable and whatever and uh, we do hope that in the not too distant future things start to get a bit better from them and hopefully maybe they've got a few minors next year coming from the amalgamation that will be eligible to play on the senior team and give them a little uh, boost and a boost in numbers i suppose so look we want to wish all our all the best to everybody over there involved in clonard and um, davy we, we, we'll move on from uh, that and um just wanted to, to have a quick chat about that. And we'll go to the Lottos. Um, I'm sure that the PROs have been in contact with you because they were doing nothing this weekend. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn. 
replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer, on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. Yeah, to be fair, they have been a little bit more on the ball than maybe in, in recent weeks, uh, but you can understand they've been quite busy. Uh, over the last few days but we'll start with Minolte which came in just as after I think we finished our show last week um, but we'll capture it this week and the results from the 1st of August 2,800 euro of a jackpot wasn't won 10, 14, 15 and 21 were the numbers they had 5 match 3 winners who collected 40 euro each Martin Riley, Trisha O'Reilly Katie Alwell, Damien Goldrick and John Farrell the special online prize of 50 euro goes to Keen Lynch and next week's draw will take place tonight, uh, Sunday, the 7th of August, with a €3,000 jackpot. Manalvi are next in, and uh, their results from Monday night last, 5, 14, 15, and 24, the numbers. There was no winner. Three €20 winners were Anne Toner, Andrew Tracy, and Emma White. Uh, 2100 of a jackpot they move on to for Monday night. You can play it at manalvigfc.ie or on the Club Force app. Blackhall Gale is next in, and their results from the 1st of August, 6 seven eight and 18 the numbers there was no jackpot winner the 30 euro winners were john and ann fahey diane farrell rachel Letty, and sandra farrell the seller's prize went to mary mccarthy and the next draw takes place at Ratangan stonehouse with a ten thousand jackpot uh going there and a reserve starting of two thousand so a nice jackpot there in blackall gales the chocolate are starting to build uh from the bottom themselves and their results from last Tuesday, 1,800 of a jackpot, not one. Uh, the numbers were 18, 20, 21, and 22. Uh, the had two match three winners who were Pat Brett and Teresa Ennis. The next draw take place on Monday at half eight, live on Facebook. 18,000 up for grabs, 2,000 added to that every week. You can play it on Club Force. Castletown are next, 3,700 of a jackpot from last week. Uh, no jackpot winner, 4, 11, 16, and 24 were the numbers. Lucky dip winners collecting 30 euro each were Tara Duffy, Donald Conway, Ollie Curtis, Ben Mead, and Eddie Young. My own Cortown GFC, 10,300 euro of a jackpot from last Friday, not one, 6, 9, 10, and 25 were the numbers. 520 euro winners were Concepta McLaughlin. Cara Henry, Elliot Riley, Fiona Mackin, and Christine Foley. We go again Friday night with €10,400, and you can play it on courttownga.com forward slash lotto. Final one on my list, Mickey, comes from Gail Columkill. Uh, the numbers from last week were 4, 19, 27, and 30. 12,000 of a jackpot, not one. Uh, there was three match three winners who split the 150 euro between them. They were Carl Morgan, Joe Flanagan, and Neil Ferguson. They go again this week with another 12,000. Very good. Well, the usual ones for me, the Centrestone Lotto is a massive 1,900 euro, and uh, that will be taking place on Monday evening. 
you can do it on smartlotto.ie or you can go to any of their social media pages and you can uh, uh, do it online there. Science in Lotto was one, Davy Respin. So 2,400 euro was won. The numbers drawn were 1, 7, 21 and 26. And the winner of that was Neve Lister. Um, so next week's Lotto is back down to 1,000 euro. You can do it in the club's app or you can do it online. Or you can go to any of their social pages and you will get the um, link there. So uh, Simonson's Lotto just not able to get up high enough to keep uh, the people interested in it. But uh, Neve Lister well, won't mind. She is taking away 2,400 euro. I wouldn't mind 2,400 euro, Davey, to be honest with you. No, now, and, um, and that'll, that'll go into the new house over in Fordstown um, with her with her boyfriend, Breen. So uh, yeah, no, congratulations to them. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to Breen and Neve uh, taking the money over there to Fordstown. Um, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it went to a good home, let's just say. Uh, a good new home. Um, <laughs> very good. Um, Davey, you know, speaking of PROs, um, I met one half of probably the best PRO in, um, in Meath on, was it Saturday evening? after um, the Dunsany uh, game. One half of the best PRO combination in the county, I think it is, um, it was Alan Moore. Um, when I was going over to uh, Cavan, I'd stop at Oldcastle and who was there? Only Alan Moore. He got to listen to um, your commentary, Davy, on Saturday evening, even while he was working. Like That's dedication to the GEA. Absolutely. That's Alan Moore in a nutshell for you, Mickey. Multitasking, double job and doing what he has to do. And, and given... Uh, the support to his neighbours over in Oldcastle, um, as well as serving the good customers of Oldcastle. So, what a guy. Yeah, I was delighted uh, when I, when he heard the result uh, of the Waterstown-Oldcastle game. Um, and I said, you really shouldn't be getting happy like that in this area. Um, you know, you want to be careful. And he was like, ah, feck it. We got the win this weekend. That was the main thing. But uh, yeah, shout out to Alan Moore. Great lad. Great listener to the podcast as well. So... Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Time to move on now, David, to the Instagram interactive. Have we had much interaction with them this week? Yeah, it's still coming in as we speak, so there'll be probably a few more by the by the time we uh, get to the end of them. But we'll we'll start from uh, Keen Kelly, and he said, "Delik Bellustown winning two championships in three days." Um, of course, they won two Premier Championships in just three days over the weekend. They won a Division Nine against Karen Ross on Saturday and they won a division three, I'm going to say three or four, uh, a, a night or two before that. So uh, what a couple of great days it was for Delique Bellewston, not to mention uh, Chris Woods, who replies then and says Delique Bellewston's glorious weekend 
three wins from three, also winning in the Intermediate Championship again. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, are they forgetting about their Intermediate side who had a great victory on the weekend as well, beating Beliver 3-15-2-11. Hell of a weekend for the league Bellaston. They're on the rise. They are indeed, Mickey, and their team on the rise. And the aforementioned Alan Moore is also on the rise, and he says, Mickey Brennan is some boy for coffee. <laughs> yeah, I had to stop for a coffee. I had to get a, an extra shot of espresso in it as well. I think he was just about to turn off the coffee machine, so I just got in in time. Yeah. Um, extra time sport next in. Where's Lucky to be working? Has, has he been seen since the ladies' All Ireland final? I know he went missing at one stage. Did did anybody see? Him? Has he been found? Who's feeding Roxy? Yeah, so th- there's a lot of follow-up questions to this. Um, now, I did do a bit of digging with a couple of sources close to Lucky to be working uh, during the week because I was a little bit concerned about his well-being and his whereabouts. But I was reliably informed that he was in the attic, but before he even got to the attic, he actually misplaced his, his phone, which creates all this wonderful content on a weekly basis. That was left in a taxi when he was coming home from... Crow Park on Sunday so sadly you know his Instagram and his Snapchat and every other form of contact and communication that he has to his large you know array of fan base have have been dried up now with great content during the week so hopefully he can get up and running again I do believe he's fine and fingers crossed we'll see him again soon Lucky to be working, lucky to be alive. Um, yeah, um, well, look, we, we look forward to seeing all of his uh, little videos and stuff over the next few days. Hopefully he gets his phone back. Yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, Louis Finnegan says the lock are back. What a win for Ballylock. Absolutely incredible. And it throws that junior championship into complete and utter disarray so it does Ballinock on four points Totsani on four points Sidden and Ultons on two points that group is just mental yeah uh, Susan Farrell is next in uh, linked to that she says Davy's prediction of a low scoring game between Ballinock and Sidden was a little off and I just replied by saying that really sums up the weekend to be honest um, there was no such yeah. thing as a low scoring game or very rarely was there but yeah that, that just sums it up the fact that Ballinock and Sidden turned into a a mass shootout when really <laughs> it'd normally be seven points to six. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a it was a full moon. It was a full moon weekend. Hey, Gary McGovern next in. What a weekend he had, by the way. He said uh, Ziggy Griffin's rocket in the Premier Seven final. Uh, of course, Gail Colin Kill crowned uh, Premier Seven champions of the world on Friday night when they beat Trim over in the park a terrific win captained by Gary McGovern inspired by Gary McGovern who got 1-5 but Zach Ziggy Griffin got a terrific goal as well and live on Sky Sports uh, um, Sky Sports 2 so it was uh, wasn't even available on, on terrestrial TV it was the biggest game of the weekend and uh, it was there all Ireland and yeah hell of a win as well and um, some great um, videos and pictures and stuff going up from during the game and around the game and the whole lot like so yeah class well done to the boys and kells absolutely extra time sports is black hall gales sinking like the titanic yeah black hall gales are in a little bit of trouble all right and beck have got the victory over them and rooting them to the bottom of their group um in the intermediate championship so well and themselves and, and, and kilmainham um are both at the bottom but uh, it's going to be it's not going to be easy 
no, no. Sean Fitzgerald said Rob Burke's shocking outside of the right attempt. Um, had to jog my memory because Rob Burke got a terrific goal. Uh, yeah, he's exactly. over the But uh, the outside of the right boot, I do actually remember. And weirdly, when I was driving out, uh, Etios was closed. Uh, not that I was looking in there, Mickey. But no, no, all, you wouldn't be. All I, can, all I can imagine was that Rob Burke's outside the right boot shot into that goals hit maybe the window of Ezio's and broke the glass and possibly they just had to shut. But uh, that'll tell you all you need to know about Rob Burke's effort. Yeah, I think we'll talk about his first effort, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. A terrific goal. Goal. Um, Shane Mulvaney said the ambush in Ardcat. The ambush in Ardcat. Which game was played in Ardcat? I was Sessions uh, and Column Kills, yeah. yeah. Look, full value for it from all accounts, um, you know, and left a right bit on the field as well. They just, apparently they were just cutting open uh, St. Column Kills and opening them up for goal chances after goal chance after goal chance. And we've said it about, I've said it about Centralstown before. I've had this uh, uh, bit of banter with them on, 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 on the Twitter machine as well. You know, how they just love goals. They love them. And uh, yeah, a couple of players on that team, Carl Finnegan and a few, that uh, I think Colm O'Rourke might be having a look at. Certainly. Uh, Zach Griffin, maybe another man that Colm O'Rourke might be having a look at. Uh, or possibly another man in the form of Barry Farley, and he put up the two glove emojis and the goat. What a performance from Baz. Oh, was Zach Griffin did that now about Baz, or did Baz do that about Baz? No, no, I'm sure Baz will give him another hour and he'll probably be doing that about Baz. But it was Zach Griffin for now. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, you, you've told me about that last kick of the game save from Barry Farley and uh, what a year he's having in the goals for, for, for Kells. Absolutely. Uh, Dean Peppert says trim one to seven, easy money. Oh, today, uh, one to seven against Navin O'Matney. Yeah, they were, they were a little bit shorter than that. He could have yeah. shopped around, he would have got, I think, four to 11. He would have got a twice as better a price, but they're still obliged to were worthy winners and justified that favouritism tag. Yeah, scare after 10, 15 minutes, yeah. but uh, pushed on and, 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 and won handsomely. They did. Uh, Noah, Noah, I don't have a second name, but Noah M said Stephen Kieran, Kieran on fire for the wood. For Kilmainham Wood in their game against... I'm just trying to remember against Corton. Oh, well, Davey, you can fill me in on that. <laughs> he had a great game, to be fair, Pee-wee. Yeah, he kicked... Um, he probably kicked seven or eight points out at Kilmainham Woods 14, I would say. Um, mixture of freeze and, and play as well, but he was superb. Really, really good performance from... Uh, but he has been doing it for years, <laughs> and uh, he's been having a good championship, so not really a big surprise, but yeah, he was excellent. You know, you know, Podge McKeever scored the same amount as Cortown did uh, on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, two eight isn't a bad score. You it's not a bad score, yeah. Podge, well, like Cortown only scored whatever, but Jesus, like no. that just well, demonstrates how good Podge, how is, good yeah. Podge McKeever was. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, kicking two eight at the weekend. You could the actually, weekend. if you went through it and didn't pick Cortown as a lazy example, Mickey, you could actually get clubs where Podge scored more than not the yeah. same as. You could, uh, absolutely, yeah, but he literally scored the same as you, as 2-8. Yeah, I don't think yeah. any other team scored 2-something and or less than 2-8 two, two or whatever um, if they scored two goals. But yeah, no, I just saw that comparison. Go on. Yeah, Podge, McKeever. Podge McKeever would draw with Court Town on his own. 
Not sure I, yeah, I couldn't really argue with that. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'd probably take a draw if he's in that sort of form as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's actually it from Insta. That's it from Insta. Okay, well, look, um, I, I, I suppose we, 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 we'll get off this podcast because we have a, a lot of work to do. We've got a lot of um, reports to read through for our Kiko Sports Team of the Week, Davy, and uh, for the Blackwater Inn. Uh, player of the week and of course for the Blackwater Inn uh, top scorer of the week we've got a lot of work to do so ahead of us over the next few days so we'll have to start getting reading reports again I want to give a mention to Kiko Sports Davey Rispin and um, you know they've uh, come on board with us with the Blackwater Inn in Kells and of course we do have our main sponsor of the podcast which is uh, PR Coin and Sons which is absolutely brilliant as well but for the team of the week and for the player of the week and the top scorer of the week we have the Blackwater Inn in Kells, obviously, and we want to say get in there to uh, Patricia and George Plunkett in the Blackwater Inn whenever you're in Kells at a match. If you're socialising, whatever it is, get in, say hello to them, tell them that you listen to the podcast. They listen to the podcast, so you could have a bit of crack about that as well in the pub. But uh, Kiko Sports, Davey Rispin, um, great to have them on board as well. Yeah, exactly, Mickey. If For anybody out there who's looking for exceptional team or leisure wear for your sports club, society or businesses, uh, then look no further than Kiko Sports. They have a wide range of customable uh, apparel to keep your players, members or employees looking sharp. Uh, Kiko, Kiko has you covered. Um, for more details, you can contact info at kikosports.ie. That's info at cicosports.ie or visit www.kikosports.ie uh, you'll find them there website's top notch as well for easily to to navigate and get your way around so um yeah top notch gear on show there it really is top notch gear and, and, and top quality davy um I, I think it's time we announced it as well that uh our kiko sports team of the year night will involve the presentation of a jersey to the team one to 15 goalkeepers jersey and then two right through to 15 we are going to be presenting all of the players with their a uh, uh, kiko sports and um, it's going to be an all-stars jersey for 2022 and we've seen the jersey davy and uh, we've seen the first prototype of the jersey and it is beautiful yeah, we can't we can't say or show anyone yet, but look at we've been exposed to it, and uh, um, I'm a little bit excited. I can't wait to get my own one, to be honest with you already. Um, but for everybody out there, just just hold on. We'll we'll hopefully have some news for you soon. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And and the ones for the players, I mean, they're absolutely going to be unbelievable. Um, for the for the 15 that do get the team of the year um whoever they may be we haven't a clue yet obviously but they're, they're they're different class different level really altogether yeah yeah so that is the first of our announcements when it comes to kiko sports and uh, team of the year which will be held in the blackwater inn in Kells. we'll bring you the date very very soon we will bring you uh, all the details and of course there will be a charity involved this is not for anybody to make money this is uh, a night to um, I suppose give the club players around Mead uh, their, 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 their dues, you know, um, and to get, to announce our team of the year, the We, the we Are Mead and Kiko Sports team of the year in the Blackwater and in Kells. We're going to make it a really big night and uh, they will be presented with what is going to be an absolutely beautiful jersey. So do stay tuned for more details on it. We will, as soon as we can, release 
the pictures of the, the Kiko Sports uh, Team of the Year, the All-Stars uh, jersey for 2022. Um, we're excited about it, as you can tell. So we can't wait to, to, to let everybody see what it's going to look like. Well, look, that's it from this episode of your We Are Me podcast. We are me. Why? It matters more.